0: I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, as you saw by the title, we're going to be talking about the top five things that you need to be doing in order to get lean for the summer, so that you can feel confident, taking off your shirt or just wearing your bathing suit at the beach or at the pool. The summer, I uh, you know. Fun story growing up, I was. So just before I was skinny fat, so every time I would go to the pool, I would always make sure that I wear a shirt on. Every time it would get wet, like you could see my body and I felt uncomfortable with it. And you kept ha- having to like pull it off from, from your skin. And I don't want any of you guys to have to go through that, especially as adults, because I believe that we have a lot more control over the foods that we're eating when we're adults than compared when we're kids because our parents are buying the food. And so if you have kids, you have a lot of power. Over your, if you have kids, you have a lot of power over your kids because you're the one deciding what you're going to be feeding them. Uh, And so let's dive into these five things. So, the number one is a very easy one. And I know that the first one, you'll be like, I already noticed, Maxim. Like, I don't, I already noticed why you're repeating this and you're potentially going to shut off your brain. When you get into a position with your brain where you're like, I already noticed, your brain shuts off, you eliminate all potential learning, right? So, I want you to keep your brain open because I'm going to dive deeper into each of those five steps so you can have a better understanding as to why you're doing it. So the first one, a very easy thing that you can do is simply to increase the amount of daily steps that you take. Plain and simple. So when you increase your amount of steps, it fall under the NEAT category, right? So N-E-A-T, so non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which can account for 20 to sometimes 40% of your calories burned for the day right without that's not that's excluding workout your workout is about i would say like maybe five percent of your calories burned to the day your workout serves a different purpose than burning a lot of calorie and i can dive into that a little bit deeper into the podcast but increasing your step count will allow you to burn more calories without drastically increase your hunger, right? If you want to compare taking a walk that is 4,000 steps versus doing a run that is 4,000 steps, the run will be at a higher intensity. Yes, you're going to get it done faster, but you're going to be a lot hungrier at the end as well. So simply by increasing your step, by taking an extra you know, walk with your dog or with your kid, or just going on a lunch break walk, That's going to help you burn some more calories without drastically increasing your hunger level is going to help you burn burn some more calories because we do need to be in a calorie deficit in order to improve our body composition. So every time I'm preparing for a cut for a photo shoot, I drastically increase my steps. On average, I get about 10,000 per day. Always recommend our members to be at the seven to 10,000 mark and anything below 7,000, you're basically sitting on your ass all day um, on the couch or at at your desk. So you want to be between seven to 10,000. 10,000 is ideal. When I'm cutting, I'll go to like 15,000 just to burn some extra calories without having to do a ton of cardio, which would cause me to be hungrier, right? So that's why you want to increase the amount of steps because it's going to allow you to shift your calorie deficit ultimately without cutting more food or without doing more strenuous exercise, right? So like I mentioned, strength training can account for only about 5% of your calories burned for the day. So here are the benefits of exercise. When I talk about exercise, I would refer to strength training, right? Weightlifting, resistance training, whether you want to call it calisthenics, training in the gym, training with resistance band, kettlebell, dumbbell, barbell, training at home with bands, whatever it may be, I would refer to that as weightlifting strength training resistance training so when you do that the whole point of that is not to burn calories it's to tear muscle fibers so that they can rebuild stronger you only do this to strengthen your muscle there's also an added benefit of uh, helping to strengthen your bone because weight bearing activity helps to strengthen your bone so especially as you get older bone density goes down so it's very um, beneficial for people that are uh, going up in their 50s 60s 70s and 80s to strength train because it's going to help with that bone density but as an overall it's not for a calorie. Burn that we're strength training. It's to help tear those muscle fibers so they can regrow stronger and we can build some more muscle. And when we build some more muscle and we focus on either maintaining nutrition or going into a slight deficit, then we're achieving a shift in body composition, which means that we're going to start looking better for the summer. So that is step number one, right? Increasing your steps. Point number two, is you wanna cut out the processed food, right? I know that it sounds very simple. I know that it sounds very hard to do. You potentially tried it to do it in the past, but cutting as much processed food as possible. So if you drink soda, for example, that's gonna be a huge one. It's a ton of sugar and a ton of calories that is not providing any benefit to your life. So simply substituting to water would make a significant difference in your calorie intake without you even you know, increasing your steps or starting to work out. Simply cutting the soda would make a huge difference. If you like to eat some chips, for example, um, You can cut some sweet potatoes really thin, throw them in the air fryer, and you have some chips, uh, some crisps that wouldn't have the high amount of uh, oil in there. And a lot of the oils that are in the chips are extremely uh, inflammatory as well. You can cut slices of tofu really thin Throw them in an the air fryer. If not an air fryer, throw them in the oven, and you can make protein chips with thin slices of tofu. Right. So let your imagination go wild. But there's a lot of options to have healthy snacks. So by limiting processed food, you're gonna eliminate a lot of the unnecessary sugars and oils um, and fats that get added to food to satisfy your taste buds and to make you addicted to make you want to come back. And it's also going to eliminate a lot of calories you'd be very surprised how many additional calories you're adding simply by eating uh, slightly more processed food or just adding a little bit of oil to your food the other component to that is you want to replace that habit of eating processed food with eating more whole food plant-based Eating more whole food plant based is going to do wonders for your body in terms of um, making it alkaline, reducing the inflammation of body, improving your gut microbiome, giving more vitamins and nutrients to your body, which are basically essential building blocks for your body to do what it needs to do. So ultimately, it's going to help you to feel better, get a better transformation, have more energy, think more clearly, allow you to make better decisions when it comes to your nutrition because it's going to reduce your levels of craving and it's going to help you optimize your gut microbiome because. When you're eating whole food plant-based, the majority of the time, most people tend to focus more on variety and variety is key to having a healthy gut, gut microbiome, right? So simply making that little shift in nutrition, I'm not even talking about tracking calories or anything like that, simply substituting the types of food that you're consuming will make a significant difference in your transformation to get you to that summer body. So the third point is to improve your sleep, right? I always refer back to that when members want to have a successful transformation simply because there is nothing in the world that can replace a good night of sleep. There's no drug or certain food combination or treatment that you can do that would ever replace a powerful night of sleep because that is when your body recovers. So There's multiple ways to improve your sleep, right? So a lot of people will cut out the blue light um, before you go to bed or shut off their phone. They'll shut off the Wi-Fi router, so there's no EMF uh, at bedtime. They're going to read before bed. They're going to try meditating and take a warm shower so that their body naturally wants to cool it down. It helps to drop your core body temperature. Then you fall into deep sleep faster. There's a lot of ways that you can play with that. But the number one thing that makes the most significant difference in improving the quality of your sleep is sleep consistency right? You can do all the blue light, all that stuff. If you choose on one night to go to bed at 10 PM, the other night at at 12 PM, the next day at 1 AM and then back to 9 PM, your body is going to be all over the place. And I heard this really interesting story where basically they were explaining why um, a story, basically a study, basically explaining that when your body, you get your body used to going to bed at a certain time, for example, going to bed at 10 PM, waking up at 7 AM every single morning. On the days that you aren't doing that, you have to think of your body as being a survival machine ultimately. So if you naturally go to bed, normally go to bed at 10 p.m. and then you decide to stay up until midnight, right? You kind of get that second win. You guys ever have that? You kind of get that second win where it's somebody's like, well, damn, I'm not tired now. And you end up going to bed at like 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. Well, that happens because from a survival standpoint, your body goes, okay, naturally we go to bed at 10. If we're still awake at midnight there's probably a danger around so your body has to be alert to be able to deal with the scenario because it thinks that it's in a situation where it needs to survive and so isn't that interesting how our internal survival instincts are still there and that's why we get that second win um if we stay up longer dinner bedtime, right? Usually for most people, I recommend um, an hour plus or minus with your usual bedtime. So if you go to bed at 10 p.m. normally, you can go to bed at 9 or 11. But once you start pushing to like noon or uh, sorry, noon, midnight or 1 a.m. or 2 p.m., then you start to see significant difference um, in you know, the second wind of energy that you get, your sleep decreases, your HRV decreases. And that's why I'm a big fan of for our members and for anyone in general to track their sleep. Um, I personally have a whoop. I also have an aura ring, very important to have some type of data to have an understanding as to how your body is responding. So if you want to establish um, a good Nightly routine and a better sleep hygiene. Highly recommend that you get some of these devices to um have a better idea as to what you're doing and if it's working, right? Because what gets tracked gets managed. So that would be point number three. So point number three again with the sleep, it's going to help you build more muscle because you don't actually get stronger when you're in the gym working out. You actually get weaker. Like I mentioned, we're tearing those muscle fibers. So by sleeping properly, it's going to help us to build more muscle and recover and get even better results. So sleep is important. Point number four is hitting your protein goal right so i'm not talking the bodybuilder type deal where they're telling you to eat one to two grams of protein per pound of body weight right i'm with 205 pounds right now that would be 410 grams of protein so between 205 and 200 and 410 grams of protein it's an absurd amount of protein my body can't absorb that much so if you look at the studies um which have been cited in the plant-based athlete awesome book by uh robert cheek and matt frazier um, you'd be looking at about 1.2 gram to two gram per kg of body weight. So if you're in pounds, just divided by 2.2, I'd like to do times 1.6, so 1.6 gram per kg of body weight seems to be a good number. Uh, For for most people, a great place to start, it's gonna be a lot lower than you think. And if you don't hit your protein goals, right, your protein is not the, it's not the protein that's important, it's the amino acid that formed the protein. Those are essential to help you rebuild the muscle, they're the building blocks to rebuild those muscle tissues. And if you don't have enough of those, your body will seek for them, especially if you're strength training, and it's going to find them elsewhere in your body. Then, so you have to think where else is there amino acids that your body needs? Into your own muscle fibers. Your body goes into something called a catabolic state. So it starts eating its own muscle to fuel its own muscle. It sounds stupid, but it's kind of productive. That's why it's important to have enough protein in your day to day. Right, get at 1.6 per pound, sorry per kg of body weight. That's going to give you sufficient protein and amino acids to help your body uh, build some muscle without eating itself. And you're going to get to see a lot better progression. You'll see actually see a drastic uh, increase in strength pretty significant once you once you are consistent with your your protein intake. Um if you don't hit your protein and you're trying to go into a calorie deficit and you're strength training, what's going to end up happening is you're going to start looking soft. You're going to start looking mushy, right? Your body's going to look more soft. It's going to be less defined. You will see less no striations in your muscle. Um, you're just going to look less tone if you don't consume enough protein. So actually pretty, pretty significant difference. And that's why I put at as point number four is if you're trying to look good for the summer, you need to make sure you're consuming enough protein or else you're just going to look like a skinnier, softer version of yourself, right? Point number five, is you want to strength train, right? Because again, if you don't strength train, you're just going to look like a soft vegan or just if you're not vegan or you're transitioning to plant-based, you're just going to look soft. Strength training is the core foundation, the core action that is necessary for you to have an awesome physique. Most people that you look up to on magazines or on Instagram, you're like, I wish I had a body like that. They are strength train, strength training, right? If you are simply doing cardio, which again, it's been, Promoted by the media for so long that cardio is the thing to help you get lean and lose weight, you're just going to end up looking like a skinnier, flabbier, softer version of yourself. And I know that that's not your goal, especially if you're listening to the Fit Vegan podcast and you've seen some of the amazing transformation that we've provided for our members. So strength training is important. At a minimum, we want three strength training sessions a week. Anything less than that, it's not enough of a constant stressor on the muscle for it to be required to become stronger. So minimum three times a week you want to if you're a little bit more advanced, you can play with four or five strength training session a week. I personally find that six is a little bit more abusive. If you're competing, it's a different conversation because I know that your sleep is dialed down or your nutrition is dialed down. But if you're just someone looking to get healthier, just feel confident at the beach, three to four strength training sessions a week is an awesome place to start. Um, if you're someone that says like, Oh, I have more time, I can do five strength training in one cardio week, but you don't have time to meal prep, guess what? Meal prep is way more important than having an extra workout session. So instead of doing an additional strength training session, just use that time that you have available to prep your food. Because if you don't have your nutrition on track, your body's not going to look that great, right? So there's always like, I need to work out more, 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 and then they don't have any time to meal prep and watch their nutrition, which is the thing that's going to make the biggest difference in helping them shift their body. The strength training is there to transform the body and build muscle. But what's going to reveal how your body looks is the nutrition, so by by implementing these five strategies, I promise you, you're gonna look significantly different for this summer. Now, I know by the time I'm recording this podcast, we're less than 90-ish days away from summer because it's my birthday. My birthday is on the declaration of, of summer, if I'm gonna put it that way. So we're less than 90 days to summer. So you need to start taking action on that today. So now, if you're someone that likes to take action on their own, by all means implement that. Um, if you're someone that hasn't gotten results in the past or you've yo-yo dieted, you've basically lost 100 pounds, a 10, the same 10 pounds a 10 times differently, um, then there's something I wanna invite you to do. So as you know, we've coached over 600, almost 650 plus people at this point from 20 different countries, completely transform their health, their mindset and their bodies on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. And about two, three months ago, we opened up to people that wanted to transition to eating more plant-based. And so if you're someone that wants to have an awesome body for the summer. I'm not saying that it's all about the body, but it is a component as humans we, you know, we enjoy, uh, for most people. I don't want to say that's a superficial goal, but, you know, I like to look good. All of our members like to look good, but our main priority is health. We would never sacrifice your health to look a specific way. And so if you're someone that's dealing with hypothyroidism, PCOS, Crohn's, celiac, whatever it may be, um, we technically work with everyone. The only people we don't work with is if they're currently going through cancer. Um, Members that are recovering from cancer, we've helped. People that are, you know, cancer survivors, we've helped knee surgery, fuse, spine, hip surgery, whatever it may be. We work pretty much with, with everyone. Um, but in order for us to kind of have an idea if we'd be able to help you is always do an introduction call. I basically call it a breakthrough coaching call, and it's directly with me. So if you're interested in that, there's a link down below in the show notes where you can book your call with me directly so we can have a conversation as to what it is that you want to accomplish and what has prevented you in, in the past from getting there. What are the tools that are missing and see how we can help you reach your goal for the summer or ultimately if you are want a bigger goal than this summer, like this summer is going to be great. I want to look awesome, but ultimately I want to learn how to work out, how to fuel myself properly for a lifetime. I want to lose the weight and keep it off for a lifetime then it's definitely a conversation that we need to have together because that's our big mission. That's what we help our members do. So if you're interested in that, again, the link is down below. You can go to maximcyway.com or FitVegan.ca. You'll find a link on both of those. It'll be directly with me. So I want to say a massive thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it was valuable. And like I tell every single one of my members at the end of the group calls, this whole call is worthless unless you do something with the information that's in this podcast. There'll just be cool things that you know that you can tell your friends that won't change your life, but potentially will change theirs. I want to say,